Hey everyone, thanks for turning on part two with Jamie. If you haven't listened to part one, which is Jamie's stories, it is very inspiring and it helps lead us into today's message. So it's only 30 minutes long. Give that a listen. And today we have just a few questions for Jamie, just a little more tangible things that you can take with you. And just a little background, if you didn't listen before, Jamie is a certified integrative nutrition coach, a weight loss specialist, a fitness nutrition specialist, and a personal trainer and fitness instructor. She's also an awesome mama and she loves yoga, just like me. All right, Jamie, welcome to the show again. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So we closed last episode. We're just going to get right on into it. We closed our last episode with talking about how you had that moment in your life where you said, I'm done. I am letting go. I am breaking this yo-yo up and down, eating this and that, forcing myself to work out when I don't want to. I am done. And you brought on this mindset of your life of choosing what feels good. And you said in the last episode, that set you free. You used the word that was freeing Mm -hmm. for me. And now you feel that way. And it honestly just gets me so hyped up Mm -hmm. and excited because what that's your, you being stuck in the dieting cycle, unhappy with your eating habits, confused where to start, all of that, that is so many people. So many of us are living in that confusion. And I think Social media has a big part in that on what do I eat? Well, this person's eating this in a day. I'm going to try to eat what she eats in a day. And it's confusing. It, it's sad. We sit, if we don't feel good one day, we, I mean, I've been here. I sit on Google in my bed looking up healthiest this to eat or what should I eat or what diet to eat, right? So you have written out these four things, which what would you say they're your top philosophy or how would you explain it? Sure. I would think they're really the key, some of the key philosophical um, elements that I use in my one-on-one nutrition coaching Mm -hmm. strategy, but they're really big picture. Um, And for me, these were the four four key components for when I've kind of made that stop and I said Mm. I'm done dieting I'm done stressing about this it's not serving me it's not helping me I'm actually feeling worse and Mm. it was really when I really kind of drilled down and started making these changes it was really these four elements that kind of kind of helped carry me through that and I think they're really applicable to many people and lots all sorts of situations and I find these same kind of ideas coming up as I talk to people and work with some of my one-on-one coaching clients so they've really just became this umbrella approach to breaking that dieting cycle Mm. and kind of re-evolving into this more of a a freeing cycle and a healthier cycle. And how cycle. to do it. And how, Because yes. I think that's just the key question, even for me. It's like, mm-hmm. that sounds so great, mm-hmm. but how? And one thing personally, and just I know is huge, which is why I'm so pumped Jamie's here, is 
a huge part of the how is you can't do it alone, which is why I love that Jamie's a coach. She's here to help people through this process, to work through the emotions, to ask the questions, hey, how are you feeling? To make you become aware and to just hold your hand really on the journey of when you struggle, you can talk to her. You can tell her, hey, this week when I was in the grocery store, I really struggled with this or my body's craving this. So we'll get more into her coaching at the end, but just wanted to say that I love that and that it's helpful to have someone help you. So let's go through the four things. Number one, these are all from Jamie. One, she says, make the choice. Choose to feel good. Here's my question. How? um it's really i mean it's that simple and yes it's that it's complicated and layered but the simple breakdown is you have to and, and it you can do it in any way that serves you for me i like to do it the first thing in the morning i wake up before you do anything external before you start filling your brain with what someone else is doing Mm -hmm. what's going on in the world what who emailed me who's texting me what happened on social media last night let's turn on the news before any of that you have to get into your body the first thing you do and then for me it's when I choose to feel good all of my decisions for that day are already made for me and it becomes so easy and it becomes so simple and so I just say every morning I choose to feel good today Mm -hmm. and that can look like a lot of things every day is different and that's Mm -hmm. the nice thing it's it's structured yet it's freeing Mm -hmm. and when you say I choose to feel good and you get out of bed what feels good does it feel good to go on social media you start scrolling I don't feel good anymore you put your Mm -hmm. phone down does it feel good to go have a glass of water Yes, that feels good. Okay, that's something. And I feel good. I'm going to continue to do it. What feels good? And so... Asking yourself Asking yourself. If you need to journal it, Mm -hmm. that's a great journal prompt. Right when you wake up in the morning, five minutes in my journal today, I choose to feel good. Boom, boom, boom. I want to do these things. Or nothing. I choose to feel good. And you can put a post-it on your mirror in your bathroom. I choose to feel good today. Put a little mm-hmm. post-it on your kitchen counter. I choose to feel good. Mm-hmm. When you start saying that to yourself over and over again, yeah. when you start to choose to feel good, you start to think about the things you're doing and are they making you feel good? Yeah, it's that simple. It's that simple. Are they, it's being aware. Are mm-hmm. they making you feel good? Yeah. I like to complicate things mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to be complicated. Mm-hmm. When we say how, you had said before going on external sources or anything, ask yourself. It takes 30 seconds. So if you have a crying baby, you have 30 <laughs> seconds to say, how do I want to feel today? Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Such a good question. Okay. Number two, Jamie says, food is fuel and food should be joyful. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? So when I started thinking about food as fuel for my body, not what everyone else is eating, but my body, it changed and it can change for you too. It, It can change the choices you make. And suddenly you start looking at food as like, is this fueling me? Is this giving me energy is it life-giving is it is it positive like is it do I feel what are my emotions around it like food becomes fuel and that seems very functional and it can take some of that like 
joyfulness out of it, which is why I like to add the joyful part back to it because people think fuel, I need a protein bar. I need, you know, scrambled <laughs> eggs. I need to have, you know, all these things because it's fuel, but I don't look at it as, is that specific, but mm-hmm. I look at it as more as, is it, is it the good gas? You know, you put gas in your car and you put good gas in your car runs great. Like it's the same concept. You put good stuff in your body, you're going to feel good. And when you start seeing food as fuel and you start connecting your body to what you're eating, you're like, this is giving me energy. This is good. It's making me feel good. Mm -hmm. It makes making those food choices so much easier. Um, So that is a huge component of how I like look at food and Mm -hmm. start to like mentally like think about it and prepare and then but I also there's a joyful aspect food is pleasure and when we deny that we're never going to be happy Mm -hmm. when you love brownies and you tell yourself I'm not ever eating sugar again you are not going to be happy you can eat a brownie you can eat things that are just simply because they're joyful and you can still lose weight or you can still feel good you can have those things in your life so when you look at food as fuel, that really is your kind of main goal. But then as the joyfulness, you've got to have that joyful aspect. If you need to have a something fun and a treat every day, you can have it. Yes. But when you start choosing to feel good and you start using thinking of your food as fuel, those treats become less a part of your life. Like mm-hmm. they're treats, they're special. Um, you can have a special meal. And you don't overdo it. No, because... Because you know you won't feel good. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's this, there's this, there's a kind of balance as food is fuel, but food is joyful. And, and I love the fuel part too, mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people feel like to reach my goals, I need to restrict myself. To reach my goals, I can't eat as much. And food is fuel. It's a mindset shift. In your brain, when you look at your food, you oh, this is my energy. This helps me with my workout versus th- looking at food as this bad source of weight gain or this mm-hmm. or that. And then the coach aspect comes in on, okay, let me have someone that helps me reach my goals while still having the cookie a day or whatever it is, you know? 100%. So great. Okay, number three. We eat how we live. I've never heard that one before. I love that. So that's a huge one. And I think this is a really um, common, I don't want to say problem, but it, it's a, it's some, it's a issue that I think a lot of us face, especially when you're working long hours, you're busy, you've got obligations, you're a mom, you've got kids, you're just in this go, go, go lifestyle and that instantly reflects. We all know it. It instantly reflects what you eat. I didn't have time for lunch today. I skipped a meal. I grabbed fast food. I just, I was so hungry. I binge ate an entire bag of potato chips because I didn't eat all day. Like those are the, mm-hmm. and, and we go through phases or days where you just have those days. But when you're in this routine of go, 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 um, your food and your food choices are going to be reflected back to you that way. And I think for a lot of us, we don't think about how much we're going and we almost become like robotic about our day. I get up, I do my routine, I'm out the door, I do this, I do that. And you're not really thinking. And so I ask, well, then how much are you really thinking about what you're eating too? Because I think you're 
losing a little bit of that connection with yourself. With your stats, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think the the challenge here and where like a coaching component can really help you is you know, you can't change some of that. You can't change that your kids are going 100 miles an hour. You yeah. can't change it. You have to get up and go to work at a certain time every day. Mm-hmm. So how can you take these routines and these things that are you have less control over and how can you empower yourself and how can you bring a healthy component to that and that's kind of the real tangible stuff and that's where we can get into um planning a little bit better like fueling your body with certain things when you can um doing what you can baby steps and whatever Mm -hmm. situation you're in there's a way there's a solution to figure out how to make better food choices and exercise choices and all of the things that maybe you're not necessarily aware of or that you're not doing because you're so busy. So I think majority of us, we're on the go. We find ourselves eating in the car. We find ourselves grabbing snack bars. We find ourselves um, skipping meals. All of these things that are really going to damage your health, but also just are not going to make you feel good and are not setting you up for a healthier way of living and healthier eating styles. So, And so often mm -hmm. when people... I think want to eat healthy, even through Instagram, most of us are on it. Like it seems too much. It's like, oh, I need to do gratitude in the morning. Or so people are saying, get in an ice bath, like do all these millions of things. And for the everyday person, it's like, well, you throw it out the window. You're like, I can't do all these healthy things that people are doing. So I love that your Instagram's conveniently healthy. You make it convenient for people. Even to the point of going to the grocery store, like you recommend packaged things for people, but you recommend it in an empowering way of, okay, you have two bold, you have two boxes of oatmeal. Let's look at the ingredients, pick the better one. Boom. Exactly. You know, you make it work for people. So as you just said, for the healthy, on-the-go person, which is a lot of us, or even grocery shopping, whatever you would say, do you have like three or four kind of top tips for that person? I know it's super individual Mm -hmm. to really get into the nitty-gritty of like, what is your career? What is, how many kids do you have? Like, what are you doing? But as an overall thing, Mm -hmm. and you might say no, but do you have the maybe top tips? I could, there's a few. I think for me, um... What's helped me and what I feel resonates with a lot of, um, for example, like busy moms Mm -hmm. and whatnot is kind of what I had mentioned a little bit in episode one is, okay, you can't necessarily control every meal. You can't control, you can't, you don't have time to meal prep. You can't do all these big complicated things. What's the one thing you do? Well, you're going to go to the store and you're going to, you need to go to the store and get groceries. Like no matter how busy you are, that's a, you have to do it. Mm -hmm. So if I have to do that, then I'm going to make the most out of that and I'm going to just buy healthy stuff so you know you're at the store you're already buying food buy the healthier stuff buy the good stuff put it in your home and then what's there is there Mm -hmm. like and don't then at that point you're done you don't have to worry about it you know you have healthy snacks you know you have healthy meals and you just go from there it's when you're not and that takes a little bit of planning but you're already at the store you're already shopping like let's and you don't have to do the big grocery haul once you can every week just start swapping things out start slow start getting rid of stuff as something in your house is not as healthy and you're like I shouldn't be eating this okay we'll finish it up and then the next time we go to the store we don't buy that one yeah we find another option for you um so there's definitely strategies like that I think with um, career, you're working a lot, you're busy. Obviously, um, 
if you can, the same kind of concept, you know, like just take an extra 30 minutes on a Sunday and look at your schedule for the week. Where do you see opportunities to eat healthier? And it does every day, it doesn't have to be perfect. If Wednesday is just a bad day for you, you're in back-to-back meetings, you've got stuff before work, after work, then let Wednesday go. Mm-hmm. Thursday, okay, you know what? You have a little bit of time Thursday morning. Let's make a healthy breakfast before work. You've got a little bit of time on Saturday. You know what? When you're at the grocery store buying dinner for Saturday night, grab a couple of things that you can pack for the week for next week. I mean, you can break it down really small, and it doesn't have to be perfect, and it doesn't have to be every day. Mm-hmm. And you can start there. You can start with a lot of um, the people I work with, you know, have a problem. I don't want to say problem, but have um, – they struggle with um, bringing like food to work and mm-hmm. what to eat while what at work and grabbing lunch and whatnot. And I say, let's just start small. Like, let's just start with snacks. Let's just bring some healthy snacks you can have at your desk or you can have in the car when you're on the go. And then you're done. And then, you know, week two, week three, we start taking that into meals. Okay, so what can, what do we have time for? We, we need to eat a little bit better breakfast. So can we get up earlier? No. Can we make something that's quicker, that's healthier? Yes. You know, can Mm -hmm. we pack something in advance? Like, there's just tiny little things you can do that just over time will build and build. I love that. That's so so good. I think that's a tip. Um, And definitely when you have the opportunity, you know, when you're at the grocery store, um, whole foods, real foods, if you eat dairy, if you eat meat, it doesn't matter, just in its wholest form. You know, get fresh fruit. Buy some, you know, fresh vegetables, obviously. You know, if you eat meat, buy some some chicken and some meat and eggs and just think mm-hmm. about the food as fuel and yes. think about it as a whole food and the more energy that food has is the more energy it's going to give you. Like, I look at stuff in packages and boxes and I'm like, it's kind of dead. Like, it's yeah, like, that's so true. just because it's edible doesn't mean you should eat it. But uh-huh. um, you can get really in detail in, in reading yes. labels and, and things. And there's a lot of healthy packaged foods that are fine for yeah, on the go, for, sure. for your kids' snacks, for, but they shouldn't be an everyday staple. Mm-hmm. But you definitely can be smarter when you are shopping about the foods that you choose. And, um, you know, one of my strategies is just get whole food, you know, just yeah. stock up on convenient, simple, whole yeah. foods and those things will change your life. I mean, so just true. Adding... And how easy is it to throw blueberries in a Tupperware or even keep them in the container and bring them in the car exactly. and just have them as a snack? Exactly. Do you have a number one Jamie's favorite healthy snack? Like if you're like, people eat chips as their snack every day. You're like, how about swap it for... Oh gosh, I'm a snacker. <laughs> Tell <laughs> that us was... some snacks. Oh my gosh. I'll... I feel like that's such like... I... So... In terms of bioindividuality, like True, I always yeah. thought I shouldn't be snacking. I should, you know, eat these certain meals a day. And I just, I'm like, oh, I'm always hungry. Like, I'm <laughs> always, so I'm like, I gave up this idea. I'm like, I'm just going to snack when I'm hungry, yeah. but I'm going to pick healthy snacks. So fruit is by far for me. I love fruit. It's mm-hmm. easy. It's healthy. It makes me feel good. It tastes good. It's sweet. You can yes. have it as a little dessert. You can have it for breakfast. It has a quick sugar. It's great for after workouts, pre-workout. I mean... So that is always one of my go-to. Fruit. So easy to grab. Grab an apple, grab an orange, grab a banana, the berries. Um, I love all of that. Peanut butter, almond butter, like these nut butters. If I'm very active, and I think a lot of your listeners are very active, mm-hmm. um, those healthy fats are really good for you. You know, And, and don't be afraid of peanut butter. You, yeah. know, you can find really natural. People think peanut butter is like fattening or not healthy. Yeah. and. Um, definitely um, the nut butters and things I love. They're, they're sustainable. I'll feel full longer. Um, water. 
Water, chug it. Water <laughs> constantly. It'll help you keep your energy levels up. Um, there's a lot of really healthy, you know, if you like little salty crackers and chips and things, you can find healthier versions yes, out can. there. So good. And I think the more you start eating the wholer foods, you kind of, that stuff really does naturally start to go away. Your palate changes. It does. It's it does. so wild. That's one of my favorite things because people will be like, oh, that sounds gross. I want a Chick-fil-A milkshake or something. It's like as we've fallen out of eating natural sugar, like having a bite of an apple or a juicy peach should be so satisfying and so, mm, like so good. Mm-hmm. And we just fallen out of it because we eat more chemicals so once you slowly start to bring that into your life your palate changes and you look forward to watermelon hundred percent hundred percent it and it's one of those things you hear all the time but you once you experience it you mm-hmm. will never go back and yes you do end up less and less of the packaged in the junk foods and yeah you really will gravitate toward healthier stuff but it, you know, it's baby steps. Baby steps. And that's where a coach comes in. Mm-hmm. It's baby steps. And you're thinking, well, what snacks do I eat? It's individual to you. The snacks for you to eat might not be the same snacks for me. And mm-hmm. that's where Jamie comes in and helps you. So mm-hmm. let's get to number four. Jamie says, it's not just about the food. <laughs> Mic drop. So freaking true. I think for me, real quick is that people, and I've noticed it, even I did like my level up group thing, and food is just, it's your story, what you said. Food is easy to fall on as like, well, let me change the food in my life. Like that's easier you feel than journal about how my brain feels. (laughs) 100%. Yes, you think the food is going to change how you feel emotionally, and and it does, it really does. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can, but it's, I feel like it's opposite. You really, you need to change how you feel first and the food will follow. But the food needs to reinforce that. But when you start the cycle with, I need to eat this. And I think we all do. I'm not feeling good. I've gained some weight. My skin's breaking out. I'm having digestive issues. You go right into the Google, right into the food. What am I eating? What? And you're losing sight of like, wait, but what else is going on around me? And that was the one of the game changers for me was... I was eating clean. I was that person. I was exercising, eating clean, and I just, I was, weight was staying on. My skin was breaking out. I was having digestive issues, lots of stress, lots of anxiety, and I kept thinking, it's what I'm eating. It's something I'm eating. I just know it. I know it's something, and and it wasn't. It really, I mean, it really took me getting out of the food to realize all these other things were going on, and once I can connect with that, the food came so much easier. Yes. And the food and, and making the food choices and all of that became very natural and very intuitive. And um, I think stress, lack of sleep will really alter your food oh, yeah. preferences, your cravings. Stress and anxiety will absolutely. And both of those two also, you can be eating very, very clean and very healthy and you will still not feel good your body will store fat, your body will store toxins, your body will react physiologically to the hormones and the stress hormones and the lack of sleep. So it doesn't, you have to get those things in check as well. Like it's mm. way bigger picture than just the food. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your environment, the people you're around, your thoughts, 
how you how much rest you're getting and not just sleep but just like the deep breathing restfulness um, yeah. opportunity to be quiet and go into yourself doing things that are just fun like there's so many elements in our life that affect our how we feel and affect our bodies and affect our food choices that have nothing to do with <laughs> a piece of fruit like it's exactly. really a bigger picture and, and some people will think like I'm gaining weight. Let me look at my diet. Where it's like, yeah, that has a, it's a factor, but it's not the only Mm-mm. part. It's like you can be gaining weight for so many different reasons: not sleeping, working out too, too much, much, and your body being stressed. 100%. All of that. I have a philosophy that food is not the cause. Food is the symptom. Mm-hmm. So when we're making poor food choices, we're eating too little, too much, not the right thing, stressing about it, all the things. It's a symptom of something else that's going on. Food is not the cause of your weight gain. Yes, Yes, it's a contributor, but it's not the cause. There's something else going on there. Food is not the cause of your digestive issues. Yes, they're probably contributing factors, a lot of them, but there's something else going on Mm -hmm. that's causing digestive distress. Like food is not making your skin break out. Yes, it's Probably not helping and can cause breakouts, but there's other there's things a deeper th- going on mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. So I always say that it's, you know, food is not going to make or break you. There's, you know, you've got to really figure out what's going on in your life first and then let the food be a supporting factor in your life. And even where yoga could come in or helped you mm-hmm. too is it's mind body spirit Mm -hmm. and there's not anything weighing more than the other you know Mm -hmm. it's the men your mental health it's your body yes the food it's spirit it's Mm -hmm. prayer it's meditation Mm -hmm. quiet time all of it Mm -hmm. connects to to I don't even know the world I'm just picturing Mm -hmm. a like garden and you Mm -hmm. need all of it Mm -hmm. that's all the water that's all the The nourishment yes yes you have to have fertilized soil (laughs) for anything to grow Mm -hmm. you really do and your soil is your body and your heart and your mind and those things you have to get in check first and I guarantee you feel good about yourself you feel good in your heart you can have food freedom you really can and still be healthy and still lose weight and it's just it it's a very big shift in Mm -hmm. in just how you live and, and how you feel and the feeling good about yourself part. Mm-hmm. I feel like, is that what you say? Because you did struggle with your outer shell, like mm-hmm. body image mm-hmm. and then the dieting and all of that. And mm-hmm. when you started to feel good about yourself, then, ha- and obviously none of us are perfect, but mm-hmm. have you shed that just like obsession with the body? Yes. I'm, and because I just when you choose to feel good and you say, I'm going to feel good today, it does. It takes some of that external focus off. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I, it's about how I feel. It's not, I don't look in the mirror and say, Oh, I choose to look good today. I say, no, I choose to feel good. Mm-hmm. And yes, I have days and moments and you know, you, you go on vacation, you got to, you eat a lot, you drink yeah. a lot, whatever, you know, you feel it, you see it, but you know, it kind of goes away. You go back to your foundation and you just say, I want to feel good. And when you start just focusing on feeling, it really does naturally take away a kind of a couple of those layers of that external. Mm-hmm. Like you get to know yourself inside than yes. outside. And and I think it really does, um, you know, that choosing is a, is a very important mm-hmm. word. It's, it's an intentional choose and then the feeling. And it's it becomes 
about you and the inside first. And when you hang out with friends, no one's going to leave there being like, oh, Jamie, she has a six pack. Like no one says that. People are, oh, Jamie, she has the best energy. She brought so much life that she was so funny. Like Mm -hmm. that's what people Mm -hmm. enjoy and that's what we all need. Mm -hmm. So it's if we can intentionally choose to create a shift from rather than walking in a room and thinking, how do I look? Oh my gosh, does my hair right? How's my arm look in a picture? It's what's my energy mm-hmm. that I'm bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. When we start to live that way, there really will be a shift. 100%. Okay, and to close, I have one final question. You talked about, and I know there's lots to it, but mm-hmm. I'm going to hone in on one, detoxing some. Mm-hmm. And you will go into that in your one-on-one health coaching on mm-hmm. some ways to detox. Mm-hmm. But one thing that goes with what we were saying is you did mention to me a mental detox what's a mental detox and how do you do that oh my gosh you know it really depends on what you're going through but Mm, you know a mental detox is I think you had said it is is just surrendering just surrendering to what is in that moment and if in that moment it is the donut on the table because it looks so good and you just want to eat it you surrender and you're just get out of that mental space of having have to do something or I can't or I Mm -hmm. it's a I don't know it's it's a you just let just that letting go and and that can take a lot of forms that can just be a something something simple as just like letting that thought go in that moment I think mental detox and, and getting rid of some of the external things that are influencing you you know we go through a lot in my coaching of like where where are these ideas coming from? Like, where, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you reading that are making you think a certain way? What's making you think you have to eat this? What's making you think you can't have this? Mm-hmm. Like, so, so there's that aspect too of like literally like detox, like detoxing is like getting rid of things that aren't serving you really yeah. in, in my philosophy. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's, it's bigger, but when I say detox, I say get this stuff out, get it out of my head, get it out of my body, get yeah. it out there so I can have space to put good stuff in and so um it's it's just the thoughts and you know if you find yourself thinking a certain way you start asking why are you why do you think that's bad why what's driving that you Mm -hmm. know and then a lot of it's shutting some things out and shifting and some of it's spending some quiet time with yourself getting rid of the noise the Mm -hmm. distraction um and sometimes you can't you know you're 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 day-to-day you're busy you're busy you're busy but what are those moments? Like when you've got that five minutes and you're sitting in your car waiting for something, are you on social media scrolling? Or can you take that yes. five minutes to breathe? <laughs> yeah. Read something. You know, you're driving. Like let's let's turn off. Let's put on a podcast. Put on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> put <the> song. <laughs> something uplifting. Like start feeding your mind with good things and you finding strategies to let go of the things that are not. Mm-hmm good for you and a lot of that you know it's just going to depend on your day and your where you are in your phase in life but yes, there's always sure. ways to kind of shed some of that and make room for there's the, the always good stuff. a way where there's a will <laughs> there's a way yes. and one thing I wrote too that Jamie said or a question that people have is I'm working out and I'm eating healthy what's wrong and really off that what Jamie says is it's bio-individual, you know, that there isn't, that's why when we do all these cleanses and fixes, there isn't a two-week quick 
fix. This takes in slowly and simple ways to start putting in work, to be intentional, to choose. And it doesn't have to be this two-hour thing. It can be these simple ways that Jamie will help you with. So I just wanted to close that. If you're asking that question or I'm confused or Jamie's way of living and being free, it's all I want, it's all I need. Your next step is to reach out to Jamie. I'm going to link. She has a lose 10 pounds without dieting and also just ways to feel good PDF or email that we can get and I'll link that for you to click on and then also Jamie will let us know ways to contact her and I'll put them all in the show notes and honestly we just can't do life alone we need someone if you're like okay I want to free myself but I don't know the questions to ask Jamie will ask you those questions she will get your wheels turning she will help you and even if do you do a free consultation absolutely always always free always available just Mm -hmm. to have a conversation it doesn't have to be anything formal it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to mean you want to do coaching or Mm -hmm. really but just just to ask questions I I love it I will gladly have a conversation with anybody that's interested and wants to learn more wants to understand maybe a little bit about what's going on with them 100% And even to add, I did see a holistic nutritionist and had a journey with that. And it was so worth the investment. I did the free consultation and I decided I am done living my life this way. I'm creating change and I've tried to do it by myself and it hasn't worked. I've fallen into the yo-yo dieting. I've fallen into Google and not knowing I need someone to help me. And when I chose whatever however Jamie does it whenever you have your meetings and you pay to have this time with someone you mark your calendar you look forward to it you put in the effort with this person to feel better and honestly I can say it's one of the best things I've ever done to truly invest in my health and it's mind body spirit it's the whole shabam so guys I love Jamie. She's such a light. I love talking to her. And can't you just tell from her story and from her wisdom, she's just genuine and authentic and warm and loving. She's not going to yell at you. She's going to really, really help you. So Jamie, thank you so much. Thank you. This is so wonderful. And I just love your energy too. So, (laughs) Oh, thank you, Jamie. Reach out to Jamie, guys, and let me know what you're thinking. I would love to hear from you.